0: Ah, welcome, welcome. My apologies, you caught me unawares. Please feel free to browse. Come Halloween, we stock all sorts of things you might need for the spookiest season. We've just had a shipment of turnips in. They're perfect for carving. Much like a pumpkin, only the tradition is much older and a little more difficult. You'll need a sharp knife and quick fingers if you want to give this a try. Here in Scotland, they're called neep since, well, they're made from turnips. This nifty tradition shares its roots, if you'll pardon the pun, with many other parts of Britain, which can trace their ancestry back to the Celts. Though it's certainly not the strangest part of Halloween folklore to come out of Scotland. For instance, if you and your beloved would like to know what your future holds, Something I think we'd all like to know in uncertain times such as these, all each of you needs to do is chuck a nut on the fire. If the nuts burn gently, then you're looking at a long and happy life together. But if they burn and crackle loudly, I'm afraid your relationship is doomed. Or perhaps you haven't yet found love. Not a problem. Just plant yourself a batch of kale with plenty of time to grow to be picked on the 31st of October. The kale or castox you pull will determine the height and figure of your future spouse, and if, when you pull, the roots come out covered in soil, you'll be glad to know that they will be rich. I can neither confirm or deny, however, whether or not your lover will turn out to be green, and if you choose to purchase kale seeds from us, I'm afraid we can't guarantee when or where you will meet the love of your life. It doesn't seem to have quite taken off yet as a holistic tinder, but these things must be nurtured. Scotland has all sorts of interesting traditions, most of which have grown out of the Celtic festival of Samhain, much like those of England, Ireland and Wales, though there are a few that the Scots reserve solely for themselves, like the Witchcraft Act of 1735, which was only abolished in the 1950s and which made it illegal to eat pork pies or pastries on Halloween. Why this was made a decree, no one knows even now. There's also a Halloween ritual that happens every year in Perthshire. Supposedly the oldest unbroken Celtic ritual still being enacted every year. The story goes that a Celtic creation deity and her family sought shelter from the rain in a small hut in the middle of a glen. Here, they were greeted with the utmost kindness and hospitality, and the goddess chose to bless a number of stones for the family, which brought prosperity and fertility to their land. Those stones can be found still in Perthshire today. The hut and stones are the only remaining shrine to the Celtic goddess Calic, and every year, they are placed in the hut to be kept safe for the winter. Then, on Beltane, the 1st of May, or May Day, celebrated to mark the coming of spring and beginning of the growing season, the stones are brought back out to ensure the prosperity of the land. And goddesses are not the only strange things out and about in Scotland on All Hallows' Eve. Children run about, guising, dressed up so that they might blend in with the dead and not be bothered, and black cats slink through the shadows, though On second glance, are you sure it was a cat? Have you ever seen a cat the size of a Labrador? In that case, you may not have seen a cat at all, but a fairy in disguise. The Cat Sith are members of the Fair Folk who describe themselves as large black domestic felines with a white splotch on their chest, like a full moon. If you're in Scotland for Halloween, Be sure to leave some milk out for the local catsith, and your house will be blessed. If not, all of your cows will dry up. So woe betide those who forget. Another story about the catsith is recounted by a farmer on his walk home one evening. He passed an odd procession. Eight cats with white chests held aloft a coffin engraved with a royal crest. The farmer thought nothing more of it other than that it would make an interesting story to tell his wife. When he did so, his own black cat, curled and purring by the hearth, stretched and stood and, perhaps, for the first time, the farmer noticed a large white splotch on the animal's breast. The cat then stood and said, almost to itself, Old Tom is dead, and I must be king. And left through the window, never to be seen again. Scarier than the catsith is the slua. Supposedly the spirits of mortals who had died and remained on the earth, stealing innocent souls. It's said that these creatures flew in from the west, and that all windows and doors facing that direction need to be barred, if someone lies dying in a house. It was a yearly tradition in the Hebrides to break the beers that would normally be used to transport the dead. This would stop the slua from stealing away souls at the time of year when the war between the worlds of the living and the deceased was at its thinnest. But there I go again. Sorry to keep you, but do let me know if you need anything. Until next time.